Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hello, my golf friend. Welcome back to Above Par. Hope you're doing well. So I have something a little bit different planned today. As you may know, I have a program called Unleash Your Game. Unleash Your Game is a self-paced program where I walk you through how to get out of your own way, manage your mind. I teach you the formula. First, we go through unleashing your brain. Then we unleash your swing. Then I show you how to play Unleashed and then unleashing your confidence. It's four different modules that you can take and go through at your own pace. There's worksheets. There's printables in there. You get a couple bonuses on my mental prep protocol and some tools and tactics to use on the golf course. I also give you some suggestions on podcasts to listen to, to dive deeper into certain topics. But alongside that program, I offer two months of support inside of my membership where I have weekly live calls for you to get coached or have your questions answered because I don't want you to go through it alone. I think it's so useful. It's been so useful for me, for people to help show me my thoughts and my beliefs and how I'm getting in my own way besides teaching me some of the concepts. So whenever I'm helping someone out, I teach and I coach. There's things to learn and there's things for me to listen to you and hear your thoughts. See if you like your thoughts and your beliefs and figuring out what is more useful for you. So I want to support people. I want to help you and the people in my membership go through that. So today is a clip of one of the calls that I had earlier in the week because it was a topic I was going to have on the podcast anyway. And I thought, well, I think this will work. Typically, I start a call, the beginning of a call, and I share a little bit about a topic or I dive deeper into a topic that we talk about on the podcast. And then I open it up for questions and coaching. Someone can raise their hand. They can be on video or not on video, ask a question, put it in the chat box. It doesn't matter. I'm happy to answer all of them. But today's about hope feeling hope, feeling possibility on the golf course. And the first comment that came out was about how one of the members used what I'm going to share with you to change her results. So I wanted to share a little bit of the live call with you and one of the questions or comments at the end. So without further ado, here's a portion of one of my weekly live calls. Okay, so today I'm going to talk a little bit about hope and how we're going to use it on the golf course. And a lot of language comes up about hope relative to the golf course. Hope is the verb of I hope. And we can use that a lot like, I hope I play well today. I hope I hit a good shot. I hope I hit the green. I hope I make this putt. I hope my partner does something, right? I hope that I finish well in this tournament. So anytime you're saying hope, I hope, relative to your round of golf, that creates a feeling. And it's important that you tap into that and decide how that feels for you. I'm going to say that for the most part, if you're saying, I hope that I make this putt, there is a little bit of fear or worry. So it is fear and worry is not a useful emotion on the golf course. And it comes from saying, I hope. Now you can say, I hope my partner makes this putt. Now we're a little nervous. We're a little anxious. We're worried about what my partner's going to do. And we're creating that emotion in us that then we have to, before we play, get back to being calm, certain, or confident. So pay attention to the amount of times that you say hope 
whether it's relative to you or something that you're playing with or anything that's happening out on the golf course, different shots. And most likely it's going to create that little bit of nervousness, anxiousness, fear, worry in you. If you say, I hope I make this putt and you feel really calm about it, great, use it. But it's it's one of those words that I find most time people are creating some kind of negative emotion around it that then is not going to produce the results that you want. I hope that I make this putt creates a little anxiety. We're going to stand over that stroke. We're going to be a little bit maybe faster. We might decelerate. We might move. We're going to do things from that nervous energy. And then the chances are we don't make the putt, right? So it becomes one of those ways that that shows up as an opposite in our result. Okay. So hope as an emotion is a very useful emotion relative to golf. So at any moment, if you can create the emotion of hope, it's going to serve you. Okay. So when would this happen or why is it useful? So if we go from a negative emotion, let's say we have fear about hitting it over the water. So let's say we had a hundred yard shot and we wanted to hit it over the water, but we're nervous. And the thought in there is that I might go in and that creates this fear or anxiety over the shot. And then what we're going to do from that is we're going to squeeze tighter. It's going to mess up our tempo. We might decelerate, finish on our back foot. What Everybody does something a little bit different, but they're all kind of similar. And it's just not our best swing. It's not always available to us to go to, I can totally get over and feeling totally certain and confident, right? It's too big of a leap for our brain. So we want to stop in between at hope and hope sounds like it's possible. So if you can, at any moment, when there is too big of a, of a leap to go to something that seems like it should be more useful, like I can totally do this, or I know I can win. I'm going to play well today. And your brain, one of the ways we know this is your brain will spit it out. Like it'll just to instantly reject it. We know that by the way that we feel, then I encourage you always to stop. It's something that can give you hope. It's possible. I might, sometimes I do get over the green or the water. Sometimes I make these putts. Sometimes I can put two rounds together. It's possible. I can put two good rounds together. Anything along those lines, then we'll create the feeling of hope in you. And from hope, at least you can think clearly. We're not in the back part of our brain and we're more likely to swing more relaxed, more like ourselves, not rushed. We have better tempo, all the things. So we're starting with things like it's possible. Even sometimes another one is in the past, I have gotten over the water, made this putt, played well, put two good rounds together. So those are good words that we can put on top of the one thought that is creating that fear or that anxiety or even despair or hopelessness. So for me, I always use the example of my putting. I used to have the thought that I'm always going to struggle with my putting. Putting is the worst part of my game. I had it so many times that it would just became like in my head a fact. I felt like I could have proven it in a court of law for sure. And so when I started shifting it, I went to, and sorry, let me back up. So when I go out and putt, and this is me playing golf for a living, right? So I go and putt. If I hit a wonky putt or if I didn't like the way it rolled, my brain instantly started looking for all this evidence that I was going to have another one of those days. And then I got a little bit hopeless. I'm like, here we go again. Anytime you hear a, here we go again, that is a red flag for you to take a look at a thought that you got going on. I started with deciding that I was going to break a habit of having this 
thought in my head. And I went to, I'm going to think it's possible I could putt well today. Totally felt like a lame thought for a golf pro, but that's what I went with because my brain saw a little glimmer of hope. Like there was a little crack and light that I could step into. So I went out on the golf course and every time I heard the other thought that said, you're always going to struggle with your putting, I would say, it's possible I could putt well today. And I just kept countering it. I said, I hear you, but it's possible I could putt well today. And I stuck with that thought. I was very determined to do that. And I started seeing evidence of me putting better. It took me about 10 days. My putting did a 180. People were asking me like, what did you do with your putting? Did you change your putter? What did you do with your stroke? I said, I haven't done anything. I shifted a thought. That's all that happened. That's basically why I'm doing what I'm doing today is because I saw the power in that on something that I struggled with for 30 years. The most challenging part is that you're still going to hear the other thought. And at that point, you have an option on what you want to think. I heard, I'm always going to struggle with my putting because it it rented more space in my head longer. It was just more familiar. And this was the new thought I wanted to have. And the job to create a new thought, just like you're trying to regroove something in your swing is repetition. Repetition, repetition. If you get a golf lesson and the golf pro changes your grip, it feels awkward. It feels uncomfortable. You don't want to do it. You will whine. You will complain. It's the hardest thing to change, basically, or the most challenging thing to change for people because it's your only contact with the club. So it's most people gravitate back towards what's comfortable. So you'll go and see your golf pro. You're like, you haven't changed your grip at all. I'm like, yes, I have. I told people if when I was giving them a lesson, if you start feeling comfortable too soon, you went back to your old ways. So you've got to go through this little level of discomfort and repetition with your golf swing before that new grip or the new posture or the new ball position becomes more comfortable to your brain. Same thing with the thought. So giving it one go around and going, that didn't work, isn't how it how it works. You got to expect more repetition, just like in your golf swing until what happens is that your brain, this is my visual. We're trying to create a little space. Like we're carving a little space around the thought. Like it has a root in your head, that old thought that doesn't serve us. And we want to carve a little space around it so that we can pluck it out more easily versus feeling like we got to drag it out. And we do that by taking some of these little softer thoughts, like sometimes it's possible. And your brain's like, okay, I can start seeing that. I'm open to believe in something different. And then we go to the next best thought, the next best, most powerful thought that also brings our emotion up until we can get to a place where we're feeling more calm, more certain, or more confident. This is the thing. You may, because we're playing golf and it's wonky, right? you may dip back to having some uncertainty and some doubt. That's what you just, your job is to be on top of it. It doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. It doesn't mean you have gone backwards. You can't, oh my gosh, I used to be so certain and confident with my pitching wedge. And today I'm feeling a lot of doubt. That's a human brain. And that's also the game of golf. And those are those two colliding because they're never going to stay. You're never going to be confident all the time when you're playing this game. Rarely, I should say, I shouldn't say never. So you've got to anticipate those thoughts and those emotions coming in. That's why awareness is our best tool that we can use through that. All right. So hope, listen for the words saying hope doesn't necessarily create hope. Saying hope creates more worry and anxiety and stress for the most part, for most people, but you got to tap into that. And then if you have, if you're in a negative place or you're feeling some doubt, or you're feeling a little bit of worry or despair or hopelessness, 
How can you create a little glimmer of life light? Because that is going to be so much more useful than playing golf from hopelessness or despair or a negative place. And the way that you can do that is to create the feeling of hope with some phrases that I talked about here. It's possible sometimes one day I've done it in the past, anything like that, that's going to create that feeling of hope and you'll get much better results out of that. But you got to stick with it. You can't just do it once and go, meh. That didn't work on that shot. You got to go to the next hole and do it again. You got to go to the next one and do it again. That's what I wanted to say about hope. Anybody want to offer any place that they've used that or tried it or have any evidence of it in their own game and their own experience? Yes. Good morning. morning. (laughs) Yeah. So the other day I was out playing and it was a par, it's a short par five. And I just hit a beauty of a drive. I got all of it. Then I had about 200 more yards. And I thought, you know, no guts, no story. So I took a three wood and it just, it was a missile and it rolled up onto the green. And my first thought as I'm walking on, so I'm on in two, I'm like, whoa. But my first thought on the green was like, yeah, now I got to put it, right? Because putting is not my strength mm-hmm. or I'll, I've trained to say, that's my area of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so as I caught myself saying, now I got to put it. And so I said, it's, it's about a 50 foot putt. So it was not a gimme. It was about 50 foot putt. And as I walked up, I thought it's possible I could make this putt and I made it. No and way. And I had my first Eagle ever. Uh, yes. And so, <laughs> yeah, but it really did. It really freed up something. I did not putt tentatively, which is my sort of default on these things that I really want. Like, Oh, I hope I get it. And I, ju- it just freed me up and I just, I just hit it and it just rolled and rolled and rolled and it went in the cup and high fives all around. But oh it my changed gosh. everything. Yeah. It was super cool. So, so fun. I, it's possible I make this putt. And so yeah. that just sort of validated like, okay, this, you know, making that bridge yes. possible. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So good. That's awesome. Congratulations yeah. on your first Eagle too. All right, gang, that is it. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you're interested in joining me in Unleash Your Game, joining me on some live calls, make sure you head to kathyhartwood.com and you'll find more information on Unleash Your Game. I hope to see you there. All right, have a beautiful week. I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.